0: Welcome to Spiritual Psychotherapy. My name is Mia or officially Dr Mary Patricia quinn Livin, and this podcast is all about honestly and gently letting go of those aspects of self that are in the way of us seeing what we truly are, which is pure awareness, divine love. And I love you to send me in topics or questions that you may be interested in and you can find me on my website which is livingawarenesswa.com. I also have a Facebook page, Instagram page and YouTube channel which are all Living Awareness WA. So today's episode, because it's topical with me and with clients I've been seeing lately, is on Feeling safe and whole. So, I guess, how do we go about moving towards that feeling of safety and wholeness or wholesomeness? And the truth is that while we're identified with the ego mind and this experience as an absolute reality then we're never going to feel safe because it is illusory. Anything can happen at any moment. We don't really have any control. So I know that may be a bit disappointing <laughs> to hear, but that's the truth. And that's what we try and do. you know We cover ourselves in layers of defenses. We don't want to open up, we don't want to be vulnerable. We build solid houses, we try and get everything in order, we try and control things, we want things to be the way we want them in order to feel safe. But it may occur that all the ducks align for a period of months, but inevitably things shift, things change. We don't have control. And that's the beauty of it, (laughs) because we're not really meant to. That's actually our, this essence that we are, this divine loving spirit is trying to wake us up. It wants us to wake up to the real truth. And the real truth isn't this dream expression. Not that we can't enjoy that and fully immerse in it and be a part of it, but that the real solidness, the real safety is in spirit, which, to be honest, when we're first starting on this journey, can feel pretty wobbly and not so solid. (laughs) But it is loving, it is wholesome, and in fact, it is entirely safe as well. Because that real essence that we are, that pure beingness. We've been that since before we were born. We will be that after the body makes its transition. We have been that every day of our lives. No matter what's happening, no matter what thoughts are going through our head, no matter what circumstances, no matter what feelings of fear or sadness, the awareness, the essence has always been there. And it is solid, safe, loving. In fact, the only time or place that we are ever going to experience true peace and absolute non-judgment is in this moment, in presence. When we are centered, and I really want to let you know that, you know, the journey towards resting in spirit, resting in awareness, can feel really vulnerable and it does require stepping towards vulnerability. But that's often, if you like, a prelude, it's like a pre-thought and we often feel it before we're going to meditate or we don't want to meditate or before we're stepping towards something that feels wholesome but also very vulnerable. But once we actually do it, once we sit down and meditate and we've been breathing for a few minutes and we're starting to access just that presence, just being present with what is, then the wholesomeness, the peace and that feeling of safety, that feeling of centeredness and being cared for starts to arise. So the fear, the wobbliness, the vulnerability is is in the mind and it's before we become present. The minute will certainly in my experience anyway, I mean not always, sometimes certain meditations might take me a little while to really access that essence but on the whole the minute I'm there in this moment the peace and the safety feeling arises and it's always a lot more wholesome and that goes for you know, if we're stepping towards changing our circumstances or changing patterns in our life, letting go of things, patterns that aren't serving us, it can feel really vulnerable. For instance, if we first first start to stand up for ourselves or to set boundaries or whatever it is, it can feel very vulnerable. But once we're doing it, first of all, the universe will always support us. You know, spirit When we're prepared to open up and step towards vulnerability, we will be held. But while we've got our defenses up and we're blocked and fear is stopping us from being open, we can't channel that beautiful energy that is presence. And the reason why I am talking about this today is because I think I mentioned last um, podcast that I'd had um, a hamstring injury that had been going on for a long time now, actually many months. And I'm sort of recognizing more and more that it's to do with fear, resistance around really letting go into this space of oneness. And and that's because, of course, the ego feels very threatened by it. it, feels like it's being annihilated more and more. And there's still that unworthiness that's sort of lack of trust it's like the deeper I get I feel like I'm facing that Christ love that Christ essence more and more and there's still fear that I'm not worthy of it that I'm somehow going to be judged and there is also that fear of absolutely letting go you know I guess that's the identity wanting to hold on so Although that feels, to be honest, that feels less in me now than the sense of unworthiness. And I just want to let you know that, that, you know, I've been working for a long time on seeing others as entirely innocent and whole and loved and as this one loving essence. And that's really helped. It's really helped me recognize my own worthiness when I recognize that every other being is worthy and loved, and this divine essence. So when I catch myself wanting to judge another, I know that that's to do with my own worthiness, and I really try and work on it. That's what the Course in Miracles would call true forgiveness, and it is so worthwhile. It will bring you home. Auntie Auntie Jinta does it too, just sort of automatically in her daily life. So she set a beautiful example for me of that of just accepting people where they are, knowing that everyone is held in this divine gentle love. So anyway, I've realized that this leg has been to do with fear and resistance of sinking in and what came to me actually in one of Auntie Ginta's online workshops was she got us to tune into what we needed to here and what came to me, which is still a beautiful feeling is I am safe and it still makes me feel just emotional and but what it the safety is that in this divine essence I could never be judged. I mean the, the truth of what I am is not really the I anyway the I is the identity the this-ness this the being-ness is the pure essence and it's the most gentle the most sublime it's not you know, I'm using the wrong words, but there's nothing authoritarian about it. There's nothing that could even have an element of judgmentalness about it. It's almost like, you know, in the Catholic Church, I'd been thinking about a God when I grew up in Catholicism as a young child and teenager. There's this awareness of a God who would have judgment, who is all-powerful, and, and it's just not that. <laughs> Yes, there is all presence and I guess the powerfulness, but it's not in, uh, it's a gentle, just ever-present truth. That's the power. It's, well, that's my experience of it anyway. But the essence is sublime. There's no, could never be any judgment. And that feeling of knowing there could never be judgment, it's just a safety, it's a, it's what we don't experience in the world, you know, we all feel so vulnerable because we've been judged, we've been um, criticized, we've been put down, we've been alienated, we've been excluded, you know, all of those things have happened and with this so we're scared of that, we, we want to belong, you know, we, but with this essence, there could never be, sorry, brings up, there could never be left outness, there could never be aloneness, and there could never be judgment because it is so sublime, you know, it's so the most amazing gentleness that you could imagine. The ego mind, my head, can't fathom it. (laughs) I'm only, it's only from experience sitting here feeling it now that I know if I try and think about it, the head gets in the way you know, and that fear of judgment or somehow unworthiness or guilt comes up. But So when we're learning to rest more in awareness and out of our heads, that's what we're approaching and always belonging. In fact, there's a beautiful saying in the Course in Miracles, it's God, God is incomplete Without you. Hmm. And that's the truth of it. God is incomplete. This pure awareness is incomplete without you. And it doesn't matter what you've done, what your thoughts are, whether you're angry, whether you're thinking lots of thoughts that you judge to be unwholesome. And by the way on this journey, because my ego has wanted to rope me back in as I've been getting deeper, all sorts of thoughts can go through your head you can have inappropriate violent thoughts inappropriate sexual thoughts inappropriate you name it inappropriate thoughts can go through your head and you know I didn't used to have that (laughs) much anyway in fact I don't really remember it at all until I actually started awakening and it was like the ego wanted to hook me back in so in fact, they're, they're getting easier because I let them go now. I just see them and let it go. And um, I know it's just the identity being afraid of sinking more deeply. So it's trying to crawl back. So I want to let you know, no matter what the thoughts are, no matter what you've done, no matter what you're doing, no matter what your emotions, the anger, the fear, the vulnerability, the, even if there's resentment, jealousy, or whatever, all right, this essence is always here. It's not paying attention to any of those transient things that are coming and going, that are part of this dream. It's just here being the essence of what we all are, unconditionally loving, unconditionally including us. So never left out, always loved. And that is the safety, that's true safety and you know that you're just witnessing the one thing that Isaira or Auntie Jinta has always been is a beautiful example because she rests in that pure awareness all the time and with such immense trust and that's what I see, I've never witnessed her being scared you know, the, of course, we all will keep that that fear that we're meant to keep, you know, the, the fear that will stop us from walking too close to a busy street or, you know, stepping in front of something dangerous, that uh, reflex fear that we're meant to have to help us stay um, alive in this experience. <laughs> So that, of course, will remain, but the psychological fear, you know, they're always thinking something could go wrong, the fears for the future, the vulnerability, they're not trusting the future, that I do not see in beings like Isaira that are permanently resting in essence. And so that's the thing that's been deepening a little and I know that my leg is teaching me in a way is just that I am safe as this essence. I'll never be judged, I'll always belong, I'll always be a part of every being that I love. Within and around every essence we are all together in that oneness, never separate. Even animals I have loved, the earth, the trees, the And you know that's why this connecting to nature, this connecting to the trees, to the earth, it so helps because that if we're not connected, if we're just this isolated being trying to work on being present, it will feel more vulnerable. But as we connect with depth and presence to nature, to the humans around us, to the animals around us, We recognize that they are all there with us in that space, feeling earth at this moment as that divine essence and it's a beautiful, it helps the safety mechanism, it helps the vulnerability, it's a knowing of truth and a supportedness in that truth by all the essences around me. So just letting you know that connecting to everything around you will really help sitting on the earth barefoot, cotton clothing or naked if you happen to be in your backyard (laughs) you know and just connecting and I did want to mention also one thing that I'm really noticing happening as I enable this feeling of safety in the oneness and wholeness. Well, actually two things that are coming up now. One is the wholeness and, and it's, you know, all of you that are learning, that are coming on this journey, which is everyone that's listening to this, you beings that are old souls that are wanting to grow, wanting to face yourself, the journey is challenging and it can feel very vulnerable but it's always more wholesome. So that's why I called it this the topic of this podcast on being safe and whole because even though it can feel incredibly vulnerable and we do need to step towards vulnerability, it always feels more wholesome and there's a great piece in that and as I said before once you've made the step, once you've opened your heart and trusted and you've gone into meditation or you have working on changing your circumstances, it does feel safer. You are supported. So that was the first thing. And the second thing was that control lessons. It's really been going through my head a lot lately with all sorts of things. When I feel that, you know, something, it might be something really simple going what I think is going wrong with the day or going wrong with someone I love or going wrong with you know my life something and then I realize it can't possibly be wrong it is as it's meant to be and I can trust now that doesn't mean that you know if circumstances are requiring that I set some boundaries or I leave a situation or I adjust a relationship or whatever of course that might be the case but what i mean is or even in that case what i'm trusting is that i'm meant to experience this relationship so that i can then learn from it so that there's been more trust and a, and therefore a need or a willingness sorry to let go of control and quite often it's been just going through my head i don't need to control i don't need to control this I can just let it be. And that's a beautiful feeling, it's greater freedom. So that's what also happens as, because that feeling of safety, that resting into presence and knowing that we are safe and whole in that, it means that the fear starts to let go of its hold and it's fear that makes us want to control. So there's deeper and deeper freedom. And the other thing that I want to mention, because I've really noticed it lately in some beautiful clients, and that is that as we, well it's to do with suffering as well, but it's also to do with, as we do work a little more on meditation, or we do spend more time in nature, um, It creates an openness towards vulnerability and vulnerability is what we need to do. You know, we need to be able to step towards if we want to heal. But just, you know, what I'm seeing in clients and sometimes clients, you know, they'll come in and I'll ask them how they are and they'll say, I'm fine, because that's the, you know, the wall, I guess, that we all put up in the world. And sometimes it's a very functional wall. And of course, we need to say, I'm fine or... But in here, in this room or, you know, with close friends and loved ones, we don't need to say I'm fine if we're not fine. (laughs) And we really can speak the truth. And I've just noticed whether it's clients who they might still say I'm fine initially, but there's just more willingness after a few moments to start to share from the heart, to start to really say, actually, I'm sad or I'm vulnerable or I'm you know, to speak the truth of their experience and, you know, I had someone yesterday, a lovely client, I asked how he was and he said, I'm really vulnerable and I just thought that was so beautiful (laughs) as a straight up answer, you know, to me that's a sign of opening, a sign of willingness to trust and I promise you that is one of the keys to healing. Auntie Jinta says, I think I've said this before, she says that vulnerability is the hinge on the gate to great power. And what she means by that is, it's as I was mentioning earlier, mentioning earlier, that as we're prepared to open, even just let go of those defences a little and be a little more honest, or even just be aware that we have fear and see it honestly and accept it you know, acknowledge our fear, acknowledge our vulnerability, any of those steps of opening, any kind of step of opening will enable the power of the universe, the power of spirit to start to flow. That's why I said the universe will support you when you open and that's what I mean, when you open, you are opening the gate to power, to that essence of love really, it's a loving power that you are, that you really are and you know I said earlier it's not an authoritarian power, it's not a in any way judgmental, there's nothing, it's just sublime, it's just safe, gentle, gentle is the word, tender even, wholesome, completely unconditional, that's the power that will flow through you and that's a beautiful power to have. So and you know I mentioned the word suffering and quite often it is because we all have so many defences up, because we have been hurt, you know we have been, we've had parents that were also hurt, that had their defences, that perhaps could have been angry or even threatening towards us or perhaps even violent or abusive or and so because we've been so scared of that we've set up so many walls, so many defences and quite often it's our suffering because defences don't keep us happy, they make us suffer and it's our suffering in the world that starts to crack us open And so even though sometimes what we're experiencing can feel so painful or so vulnerable or so challenging, what I always see with clients is the beginning of openness. You know, that it is teaching them vulnerability, it's teaching them tenderness. They are having to learn how to be kinder to self, how to be more gentle Because they know that if they're not, they're not going to survive. So very often it's the very life circumstances that we don't want that are the circumstances that are helping us grow. So we can even trust that, we can even feel safe in that, you know, that spirit, the higher essence, God, pure awareness, whatever you want to call it, that is us, It doesn't want us to be unhappy. It wants us to find our way home, to find our way towards love. It wants us not to be suffering. So we can trust that anything that is occurring is a part of our growth. It's what at some very deep level our spirit is creating in order for us to learn and grow. So there's safety in knowing that too. Spirit would never want us. It's not about wanting us to suffer. Our suffering is in our resistance to what's happening or our thinking that this isn't wholesome. <laughs> you know. But when we open up to it and we accept our fear and we accept our vulnerability and we even accept our resistance, we start to gain value. And I also just want to mention it's mid-December at the moment and Christmas is coming up in a few weeks so Christmas and New Year so I want to wish you all a really loving, joyous, peaceful Christmas and New Year and you know really work on connecting to nature, connecting to your inner essence On seeing the depth of your loved ones even if they're difficult and you know of course we may need to set boundaries but that whatever difficult behavior they has look beneath it because they'll be feeling vulnerable, scared, unworthy. So try and have you know work on seeing the depth of those around you that's what true empathy is about and this Christmas will be more wholesome and look after yourself, love yourself, no judgment, remembering that even whatever thoughts or emotions, even angry, jealous, judgmental, resistant, whatever thoughts that you don't like, you can still treat them with compassion, and just bring yourself back to presence, and the emotions, the fears, the unworthiness, just be observing those with the greatest compassion, treat them in the same way presence. Presence would treat them which is with unconditional love. And I also want to let you know that I'm going to have a break probably from this podcast, certainly for January, maybe February as well, we'll see what circumstances arise. Just because time to do a bit of something else for a little while, but I'll be back after a short break. So please look me up on my website, of course I'll still be doing uh, except for two weeks that I'm away, but I'll still be doing my individual therapy um, and would love to welcome you along, especially at this time of year, which can be a challenging time. So look me up on my website. It's livingawarenesswa.com um, or my Facebook page or Instagram page, which is Living Awareness WA or YouTube channel for that matter. And of course, I highly recommend Isaira or Auntie Jinta as well. And her website is isaira.com. And deepest love and blessings to you all at this time of year.